Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Schadenfreude? Everybody must have screamed, ah! He's a sung hero. Little pushy pushy. Are you back? from listening to Stairway to Heaven twice. Now those are just words I looked up on the internet. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball starts now. Cue boys to men. End of the road. That's it. Hello from the studio in Nitro, West Virginia. It's Unreasonable Doubt. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt. This is episode 30. For Maryland NCAA tournament first round, West Virginia made the NCAA tournament. And 67 teams, there's 68 teams that go to the tournament. And 67 of those teams are going to end their season with a loss. And it just so happened that West Virginia got their loss out of the way early. As soon as you could lose when it's down to 64, West Virginia did that. And it really felt like this this game felt like a microcosm of the season. I mean, West Virginia in an 8-9 game, and the 8-9 game is a coin flip. It's the closest you can be in seeds, so the two teams should be evenly matched. And so without even knowing teams' strengths and weaknesses, an 8-9 game is a toss-up. Flip of the coin, if you will. And in this game, there were so many flip of the coin, 50-50 plays. And ask yourself, how many coin flips did West Virginia win in this game? And how many coin flips did West Virginia win this season as a whole? And if you think they won more than they lost on 50-50 coin flip luck plays, you'd be mistaken. It just, it, I mean, think about this game. Late in the game, the ball's bouncing around like volleyball. Two WVU guys are going for it, tap it to a Maryland guy who gets it to a, another Maryland guy who backwards flips it up and in. And you go from a turnover to two points for the other team. The coin didn't land on your side there. You're down two. The ball goes out of bounds. West Virginia player doesn't touch it. They go to the replay. The guy for CBS is saying, didn't hit a WVU guy. And, of course, the referee comes over, and he says, we can't overrule it. So we called it Maryland ball, so it's Maryland ball. That is a coin toss decision that West Virginia absolutely lost in a time when they needed they needed a they needed a flip of the coin to go their way there and it absolutely went the other side and one of your fifth year seniors who have been great here at the end of the season 
hurts his shoulder going into a screen and misses most of the second half in a single elimination game. That's a flip of the coin that you lose. And with all foul troubles galore, with all of that, the ball is in West Virginia's hands with four seconds left with a chance to win. And that's that's the season. I mean, that explains if that's not if I'm not describing how the season went for WVO, then uh, maybe I'm out there. Maybe I'm just I'm on one. But I really feel like that that encapsulates the season. West Virginia loses 67 to 65 to Maryland. I said you've got a chance and you should feel pretty good if you're West Virginia, if, if you hold Maryland to under 70 points and Maryland gets a 67 and Maryland still wins. So even a stat that goes your way, you can't make it happen. Maryland is now four and 12 on the season when they don't score 70 in this game. Tell me if this sounds like the season West Virginia builds a big lead early, gives it up to be down at halftime go on a ridiculous second half run to take a nine point lead. You lose that lead and you're down late, multiple possessions down, and you still have a chance to win at the end. I mean, that's the season. I mean, that's a Think about it. West Virginia started 10 and two. They lose six out of seven. They win four out of five. They lose three in a row. They win four out of five again, and then they lose their last two games. It's just what it is. I mean, that's just how this season went. And everything was there in that game. That tells you West Virginia's season can be found in the play-by-play and watching their final game of the season. That's what the the season was. And so let's all agree, and it's going to be tough for all of us to agree, but follow me here. In your heart of hearts, you know that West Virginia wasn't going to end their season with a win if they made the NCAA tournament. You know that. The diehards or the loons, I mean, not loons, but just never thinking that West Virginia is going to lose. There are people out there like that. I have no idea what that's like. But outside of that small percentage of people, deep down, you know West Virginia was going to be one of those 67 teams that they were not going to be one of the 68 teams, right? So if we agree to that, let's also agree that because they lost the first game on Thursday does not mean the season was bad. Again, let's go through the checklist. Were they better than last season with a complete roster overhaul? Yes. Did they make the NCAA tournament? Yes. Did they... Did they lose, but they didn't lose like Virginia? Yes. I mean, you can't. I mean, and those folks, you know, think about the glass half empty WVU crowd and the woe is me kind of funk. We feel like football and basketball is in. I'm not buying the basketball part, but this, oh, if we're just in a bad place, And Virginia has mixed in a national championship, but also in the last 10 years, they've lost to a 16 seed and they lost that game today the way they lost that game. But they got the natty. I guess that's the that's the big difference. Anyway, I don't think it's a bad season. And 
when you are in the eight nine game, then you play the one seed. So let's see how Maryland does against Alabama in Birmingham. I just I just finished watching the Auburn Iowa game. That was a home game for Auburn. That did play a factor. So not only are you playing the top seed in the tournament, you're playing them essentially in a you are in a way game. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Just go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back. NBA coming out of the All-Star break, Javon Carter, a starter still for the Milwaukee Bucks. They're wearing purple. That's a royal color. Maybe do a same-game parlay with the Bucks. Here's what you do. Download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And, you know, best of luck to Maryland and and credit to Maryland. Their matchup zone and the way they played defense a day, it bothered West Virginia's leading scorer. Eric Stevenson finishes his Mountaineer career four for 17, nine points. Four straight possessions late, under five minutes, four straight possessions ended with a Stevenson miss and points on the other end. That happened, and West Virginia still had a chance to win. Jimmy Bell and James Oconquo, zero points, nine fouls, and West Virginia still had a chance to win this one at the end of the game. The ball was in their hands. Not a great chance to win, but they had a shot. Again, Emmett Matthews can't play most of the second second half. Still have a chance to win. Now, how did they? How did they have all that happen and still have a chance to win? They took eleven more shots, and they did that because they doubled up Maryland on offensive rebounds. West Virginia made their free throws, and a big chunk of how West Virginia stayed in this game was fifth year senior Kedrian Johnson, friend of the podcast podcast guest Kedrian Johnson. He just ended the season. He had the glow. Didn't you watch him today and you felt like he had the glow? Like it so relaxed, so calm. And the outside shot was working. I mean, that stretch, West Virginia lost the game. But in your final game in college, if you score 13 in a row in a single elimination game, to go from a seven-point deficit to a nine-point lead, and you scored 13 of the 16 points to switch that around, and three straight possessions, you score a bucket and get fouled, including getting fouled on a three. So you score 10 in a row, go from down seven to (laughs) – and then – and then you make a three after the Seth Wilson crazy three. So 13 of 16 points go from down seven to up nine. And even in the first half, Kedrian Johnson was just stepping into those threes. 
He had two fouls, so he sat a lot, but Huggins had to get him back in, didn't get the third foul, didn't foul out of this game. And just a great way you you want to end on a more positive note. But again, what's a more positive note than losing if you're in the NCAA tournament? It's just it's just what it is. So to go out that way, third year in the program, and to have 27 points in your finale, that's how West Virginia had a chance. Just he looked extremely locked in. And Joe Toussaint hit a couple of crazy threes. And Seth Wilson had that three in the middle of the 16-0 run. By the way, that's a, it's not a coin flip, but the odds are on your side. <laughs> I would argue. I don't want to go back to every basketball game that's ever been played. But I would go out on a limb to say that teams that scored 16, that had a 16-0 run in a game, uh, their odds are really strong in winning the game. And yet West Virginia lost this game. (laughs) You can't make it up. You absolutely can't make it up. And it just wasn't enough. The 16-0 run, Maryland, did they get the 10 after 10 minutes of, of game time? I mean, Oral Roberts saw Maryland start and said, you know what? We're not going to score for the first seven minutes of the game (laughs) or eight minutes. It might have even been longer than that. Duke was trying to skunk Oral Roberts today. Uh, But Maryland was stuck on four for an awfully long time. And again, if if the other team has scored four points with eight minutes (laughs) <laughs> gone in the game, I would think the odds are in your favor. And and West Virginia's, the odds were never in West Virginia's favor this season. I think on this podcast, I said a couple of games, they caught some breaks. But they played, this is the 34th game. And so if you say, yeah, a couple of games, they caught some breaks. <laughs> you need more breaks than that. And they just didn't have it. And so we've got the whole off season to talk about, to kind of figure out what, how, what to make of this season. You know the roster is going to have overhaul again and lots of new faces because that's what it is now. Um, but I, would just, I just want to say I enjoyed the ride this season. It was wild. It was 100% a roller coaster. All of the emotions were felt this season. <laughs> Deep, dark depression with the five-game losing streak. Coming out of it, winning road games in the Big 12, making the NCAA tournament. Stevenson with three games scoring over 30 points in a row. Like, there's highlights, there's lowlights. No shame in losing an 8-9 game. And look, you're, you were the betting favorite, but you were the nine seed and a two seed loss a day. And a, I don't know what seed Virginia was. What were they? I don't know. They definitely was a, a single number seed and lost to Furman that way. There's going to be more upsets. I just want – I was a little concerned when I looked on the internet after the game and saw the – the Huggins, it's not slander, but it's a one game 
And these people have probably felt this all season and in the low points really started naming the, and especially in the light of, of Bayheim and how his career has ended and all of the kind of old guard that has disappeared here in the last few years and your eyes go to Huggins and some, and some reporter asked Huggins after the game, what your future looks like. And Huggins did not like that question. He has not thought about it. I 100% believe him on that. But he also gave voice to, he knows what the sentiment is out there. Of There's a, I don't know how large this contingency is, but there is a contingency of old, uh, old in the tooth and games passed them by and seeing... I mean, it really. I really think Jim Beheim has a lot to do with the prism of Bob Huggins, and I would say it, it went worse for Beheim at the end than it is for Huggins currently. Because NCAA tournament this year, NCAA tournament two years ago, would have made the NCAA tournament tournament in the pandemic season. It's not. I mean, it's just. Yeah, there's some losing in there, and I, and and that's the thing. I talked about this, uh, I believe, in the last episode or a couple episodes ago. It's you. We're going to be done with this season, and then you're just going to have a whole new group. It's not. It's not 2009 where you lose in the first round and you say the gang's coming back. <laughs> we got. Sophomore Kevin Jones and sophomore Devin Ebanks, and we got senior Deshaun Butler, and we got Truck, and we got all these guys are coming back. Oh boy, this team's got expectations. I don't know when West Virginia's gonna ever have a feeling like that again. You know, third year of Press Virginia, it, the gang's coming back. Even the last year of Press Virginia, Carter and Miles are back, Issa Ahmad back, and now who's back? Uh, with love and respect to the guys on the team, it's not something where you're looking at the roster and you're saying, uh, this core, now we're building towards something big. Oh, come on. Ah, the, the text line. I got to I gotta put this on silent. And I just got to stop dropping my phone. <laughs> and I've got to stop looking at the bracket that I filled out. It's, I got to tell you, not a lot of highlighter today. (laughs) And the pin had a lot of work today, but you don't care about that. This episode of Unreasonable Down is sponsored by Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. What you doing Saturday, March 18th? Maybe you'll be watching WVU play basketball. One can only hope. But there's other things to do. Like go to the Barbersville Delta Hotel. Saturday, March 18th. Guess who's going to be there? Freeman's Sports Cards and Collectibles. They're going to be set up in the hotel. They're going to have sports cards. They're going to have collectibles. You can peruse buy things, maybe bring your stuff, they'll buy it from you. Go to the Barbersville Delta Hotel if you're in the Barbersville Huntington area. 
Saturday, March 18th. Or anytime, call Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. Tell them you've got stuff. They can buy it from you. 304-416-3631. Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. I think this game was apropos of the season. And I'm not sad. And I'm glad that Kedrian Johnson went out the way he went out. And Eric Stevenson was super appreciative of his year here um, and, and how he was in the post-game press conference. And and so now a lot of decisions have to be made. Got to figure out, are, are guys who have a fifth year going to take advantage of their fifth year? And then if they are, are they going to take advantage of it in Morgantown? Are guys who are not fifth-year guys, are they going to stick around or are they going to go somewhere else? Who all is coming in through the transfer portal? As of right now, there's no high school signees. It's all – it's well, it's not all. Uh, and you don't even know – I mean, Jose Perez is not 100% confirmed that he's in for his last season next, next year or in the, in the upcoming season. But I tell you, overall, to be able to do selfishly, to do a podcast about West Virginia playing in the NCAA tournament game, it feels way better than one season ago where you got drubbed by Kansas and it's like the first week of March <laughs> and it's just abyss until November. And I'm, I'm saying that out loud uh, not to get in your head, about if you're a basketball person, because we've got NBA and we got TBT and you got basketball, the the real the real kind of desert of basketball is truly now like August, September, and then NBA kicks up in October, and then college basketball back in November. So it feels like a long off season. We still got basketball to keep us through. No more WVU basketball, but I'm sure plenty of WVU basketball news. We got new Big 12 teams coming into the conference next year or next season, and that's going to be wild. The Big 14 for one season, and then who knows? I mean, the the internet is hot with rumors, and, and you, it's 14 teams until it's not 14 teams and expansion, and who knows? Who knows? And who knows with WVU basketball? Who knows? Lots of decisions has to happen, and the dust isn't going to settle for a while. But uh, and, and my cat is, is really trying to mess things up. One of two cats that are in here, and you know that if you've listened to this podcast. Um, but I can't tell you that this was not a fun season. It was. There was more stress than I would like. But isn't there more stress in every season than you'd like? <laughs> Salute to West Virginia University men's basketball for the 2022-2023 season. It was – I overall enjoyed it. And uh, the camis will be next week and we'll wish the fifth-year guys the best in their future endeavors and give out awards and celebrate the season. 
the way this podcast does it. But until then, that's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Does Google still do Google Podcasts? Overcast, Amazon Music, YouTube? Until next time, WVU for the 2022-2023 season. They finished the season with 19 wins and 15 losses. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.